0: From API, this is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day.
1: Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm Jane Van Ryan. The American Petroleum Institute and 15 labor unions have created a new organization to preserve and create jobs by promoting domestic oil and natural gas production, During a recent conference call with reporters and bloggers, two oil and natural gas industry leaders were joined by the presidents of two major unions to explain the purpose of the organization, the Oil and Natural Gas Industry Labor Management Committee, API President Jack Girard.
0: The ultimate goal of this partnership is to secure more and better paying jobs in the oil and natural gas industry and for more Americans in every region of our country. This partnership is based on the belief that an economic recovery is not far away. And we want the country to have the energy it needs to keep moving forward and create new jobs for future generations of working men and women.
1: The new committee plans to launch a communications effort aimed at providing information about legislation that affects the exploration and processing of oil and natural gas. Mark Ayers, president of the AFL-CIO Building and Construction Trades Department, said encouraging the development of U.S. oil and natural gas could have significant benefits for union workers.
2: You know, Americans want to work, and they're desperate for new approaches that'll bring back the kind of jobs that will not only put food on their table, but that will pay their mortgages. And they understand that government action can only go so far And they are looking, as Americans have always done, to the private sector to bring back hope and economic stability for the United States.
1: API's Jack Girard cited a study that quantifies the economic impact of opening more areas of the United States to energy development.
0: When you look at the vast oil and gas resources in the United States, a recent uh, analysis by ICF International showed that today we could potentially create another 160,000 jobs uh, over the course of time. And in addition to that, something that should not be overlooked, there's the potential for $1.7 trillion in additional revenue to federal, state, and local governments that come from this job creation in the form of royalties and revenues and others that are uh, typical, if you will, of oil and gas operations.
1: The Oil and Natural Gas Industry Labor Management Committee also will focus on job skills and job training. Doug McCarran, General President of the United Brotherhood of Carpenters and Joiners of America, pointed out the importance of creating a partnership between the industry and his union.
2: The biggest thing that I think the building trades can bring to the industry is also on the, on the training aspect and making sure that we have the skilled, productive people that uh, the industry is going to need to uh, secure our, our energy needs. I mean, I'm a proud American. I don't want to, you know, people we represent in the crafts, uh, we want to see America's energy security. I think that's very important, jobs and America's energy security.
1: Mr. Ayers echoed Mr. McCarran's comments.
2: The potential to create new jobs is enormous. We have an aging workforce, and the demand to bring in a newer, younger uh, workforce and to train them is, uh, is a problem we deal with every day. So the needs there, the opportunities there, the jobs are there. We just need to reinvest in America, and, and part of that reinvestment absolutely has to be in oil and natural gas.
1: The industry and union leaders also said they plan to work together on public policy issues, including America's energy policy. Devon Energy Chairman and CEO Larry Nichols.
2: By building a bridge between labor and management, we will be able to shape public policy that affects jobs and the health of the industry. We have said this before, but it needs to be repeated. Our nation needs a comprehensive energy policy, one that recognizes the need for the future and ensures the availability of affordable energy for both U.S. businesses and consumers.
1: One of the policy issues emphasized during the conference call was U.S. tax policy. The oil companies have an effective tax rate of more than 40 percent, much higher than other industries in the manufacturing sector of the U.S. economy.
2: Well, we're going to be looking for a reasonable balance with the Congress and with the administration, a reasonable balance that will certainly produce uh, jobs and at the same time that we'll address the, the ills of, of our nation. We're on board with API as far as some of the proposed uh, tax situation is, is involved. We think that maybe that they might be overtaxed, and we're prepared to help address the Congress and tell them that by overtaxing the industry, we'll do nothing more than the cost hundreds of thousands of workers, new jobs in these refineries.
0: When individuals within the uh, union movement express their views that it's important not to overtax the industry, when the oil and gas industry articulates clearly what impact that has, we've got a winning combination. And we think that's the clear direction for the future. We're excited about this opportunity and look forward to working with our friends as we uh, commence this committee beginning today.
1: We'd like to thank everyone who participated in the discussion about the new Oil and Natural Gas Industry Labor Management Committee, and I'd like to thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio.
0: Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.